Welcome to the Riot Squadcast episode 5 with a special guest today. My name is Ed the Zombie and uh, you won't hear the sultry voice of one Chris Tucker. Today you get the angry salty voice of Andrew Alessano. How's it going buddy? Uh, I'm doing alright. How about yourself? Not too bad man. Not too bad man. So yeah, um, our boy Chris is uh, dying aka he has the flu uh, so he's going to be out this week but we have a, a very special guest um, our very own Capo Supreme. I like. I like. I think that. I think that should be the name, the Capo Supreme. Capo Supreme. It's, it's. It sounds like a Taco Bell order. <laughs> I know. I was about to say one of my Taco Bell item, but it's. Uh, I mean, you know, pretty much, dude. It. It probably has like spam or something in it. Uh, basically, I'm the guy that yells at you at the game. Yeah, he's he's the hair guy. He's the most famous guy in Lars. Am I? Am I, I the most famous? I, I think so, man. Everyone knows you. You're you're the face of Lars. Oh, Porno Dan's pretty famous. I mean, but I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> so, again, Porno Dan is a guy who uh, frequents Lars games, or Lars uh, hangouts, So uh, and he's a big producer of the adult cinema, trying to keep it nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the correct term. <laughs> that would be the uh, PC the PC term for uh, pornography. All right, so um, get, just getting straight into it, I wanted to bring up the uh, the very fascinating and new Galaxy Girls Academy. Um, they're going to be starting the very first professional girls academy in the United States, which is pretty awesome, I would think. Yeah, I think it's a pretty big step. It's pretty nice. Um, what I wanted to think is, you know, I've, I've, when I first heard that they were going to have this, you know, youth girls academy, I go, okay, that's nice, but, you know, what's going to be the purpose? What are going to be the goals of, you know, a youth academy? And then I thought about it, you know, even though there's no Los Angeles-based women's professional team, you yeah. st- you're still building, like, a community or, like, a, a, a way into the community not just with the male soccer side of it, because you have a huge. You're building a base. Yeah, yeah, you're basically have, building a base. You have a huge, you know, opportunity and community with not just your male attendance, but you also have a lot of families who just have girl soccer players. So I mean, I think that's a, a great way to kind of get into the community, broaden the community outreach. I guess you would say. Yeah, and I think, and I'm pretty sure that some of our younger uh, academy teams are co-ed. So I don't know if this is this is like going to be spawned off of that, but yeah, I think this is a way to build a base and maybe eventually get an NWSL team, um, and you know maybe be more successful than the LA Soul were. One and done, man. Like I like the one year, and there and the LA team was like, yeah, we're gonna not. Do I know this with the with the most popular and most like the best player in the world at the time with Marta yeah. we couldn't we couldn't get anybody out there I mean I'm not gonna lie I think I went to I think went to one game if I can remember yeah I think I, I think I went to like with the the home opener and then like it was like a double header right yeah yeah see I think that's the only game I went to but and, and I, I mean that kind of you know I'm kind of worried because I mean the Galaxy 2 are barely attended do you think that 
a women's soccer team in LA would be well attended? I think that's part of this is that if you you can build an, like an academy or start you know sort of grassroots movement, um, you know you'll have a fan base that is there already. You know what I mean? So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like pack the stands right away. You actually have you know maybe two three thousand people that are going to show up no matter what, and then you can figure out promotions and way to get more people in there. I mean, and that, and not only that, you have it branded as a, you know, Galaxy team. Yeah. So I think right there you're already going to have, like, a fan base that is going to be dedicated to the team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, you had the, the L.A. Soul. I mean, it's, it's sure it was owned by the same people, but you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do very well to promote that. But this is a... Uh... This is the Galaxy pre-marketing uh, uh, days. This is this is not a very uh, – this wasn't the, when the Galaxy was very good at marketing. Let's put it that way. No. <laughs> I think for sure. I think for sure. But, you know, I think that, that should be like one of their goals, right, is to have this develop into a, a professional women's team, right? Yeah, I think it's a little embarrassing that L.A. doesn't have – I mean, I think L.A. should have a team for every sport. But I think it's a little embarrassing that LA doesn't have an NWSL team. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't watch NWSL, but I think it's something that we should have. Oh, definitely. I mean, I remember uh, back in the kind of 07, 08 years when they had like that professional lacrosse team back in the <laughs> the track and field stadium. Were you all about lacrosse back in the day? Oh, man. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to attend a lacrosse game for two seconds. And then I was like, nah, never mind. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you never went, did you? <laughs> Hell no, man. Come on. I, I, I still can't believe, like, is that a... Th- I can't believe that's, like, some sports are a thing. Uh, like Frisbee. Uh, the Ultimate Frisbee? The Ultimate Frisbee is a real thing. Like, I, got, I follow that on Facebook. <laughs> I really do. It's kind of... It's, it's really interesting. It's a trip, dude. Like, how... Like, I, after college, you're like, okay, you know, I had a, a co-rec uh, sports team in college, and, you know, I want to turn this into a professional uh, sport that I make five thousand dollars if that yeah i'm sponsored our team is sponsored by a vape company yeah yeah not even a vape company a vape shop yeah vape shop, like a local shop the The vapor layer (laughs) yeah jj's vape craze is like uh is your sponsor vape by a rush speaking of uh, vape slash disappearing acts Let's talk about Keenan Gerard's "quote unquote" injuries. Well, at least at least Keen practiced at the at the, the uh, well, he was inside, but he was apparently there. Yeah. Okay. Gerard is gone. Yeah. He let's, is gone. Let's let's, uh, let's preface this. Let's uh, let's uh, preface this. Uh, Gerard is literally not in the country right now. Yeah, he went back to Liverpool. From he, he could just stay there. I mean. The initial reports was like, oh, he's going there for a treatment for a hamstring injury? Yeah, because uh, Liverpool is known for their um, widely respected doctors. Yeah, Los Angeles That's... Los Angeles doesn't have any doctors that work on sports no. athletes. No, nah, no physical therapists, none of that. No, you, none of that gotta, stuff. You gotta go to Liverpool for that, the special treatment. Yeah, very, yes, very special treatment for, you know. The... Yeah, I mean... This is kind of like the last straw. I mean, you know, I'm a Liverpool fan. I mean, some people may not know. And, you know, I'm always L.A. first. So, you know, with with Gerard, you know, he had a special place in my heart as a Liverpool fan. But, 
you know, if you're an MLS fan and you have another team that you like, don't don't hope that your idols come to your team because it can get ruined really quick. What's that saying? Is like don't meet your idols because they'll disappoint you. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. I mean, I, I I never thought I could ever say anything bad about Gerard, but you know this this last year and a half, and, and you know part of it's part of it is injury, and part of it is he's his legs are just done, but. He hasn't done anything to to show that he's you know committed to anything. So this I mean, must this must be what like Beckham fans felt like you know Man United fans felt like with Beckham, but he made it he made good on it. So yeah, I don't think <clears throat> I think with him at least he went to better teams and still tried and and still yeah, made, it, made there, a difference. It was different circumstances for sure, but yeah, it's just tough, man. It it really is. It's really hard on me because I I want to do nothing but love Gerard, but I just can't. I can't. I think can't. give give it give it some years and then I think uh I think uh the the uh, the bad taste of Gerard in LA will, will 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 vanish. I think so. I think I'll eventually forget that he played for the galaxy. Yeah, I mean I think it'll be like a you roll your eyes and like, yeah, that happened and then just continue to love him. Pretty much. Yeah. And then Keen, I mean Keen's been on and off the field all year and I know he had that injury right before he went and played for ireland that was kind of you know a bit of bullshit but well no he got uh, the surgery in order to go play for ireland in the year oh that's right yeah that's right so um no but then didn't he have an injury right before he played his last game dude he's had i mean countless injuries this year more than i think he's ever had in his whole career maybe and there's there's rumors of you know him not being very happy um you know maybe this is part of it i hope not i, yeah. I hope he Hope you're not pouting your way onto the bench. That that'd be pretty sad. The the whole team had that you know dinner or whatever. Oh the yeah, the, the team dinner. The team dinner to to re- to see what's uh, going on with with the team. I mean, obviously, there's something that's disconnected between the players. Yeah, and I don't know what it could be. I mean, I know Landon's back. And you 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 want to hope that adding a veteran like that would um, you know maybe stabilize your locker room. But I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know it, it's it's it seems like the team has been playing divided these last couple months. Well, it's like and we that, have two different teams. Oh yeah. It's like when we have one DP, we have Geo on the field by himself. We're like we play beautifully. If we have any, if we have any combination of more than one DP on the field, it's not good. It's really bad. Yeah, I mean yeah. we've seen that Geo. And Keen, like I mean, we've we've said this before too on this podcast, is that Gio and Keen place too similar together. Yeah, they run in the same space. They kind of uh, on uh, on counterattacks, they kind of run into each other basically, and it's yeah, it's comical for a professional Counter, counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, and then Gerard just doesn't have the legs, man. He just defensively, it's just don't even don't even rely on him to even try to track back and and catch a, a player on the on the run. Which is why I don't understand why they haven't had him just sitting back there as a as a just just let let him sit back and spray balls, like Beckham did at the end of his career. I mean Beckham was successful doing. I don't see why Gerard can't be successful doing that, but they're like forcing him to play attacking mid, and he also has no desire to stay back there really. Well, I mean maybe it's that maybe he just doesn't want to do that. Maybe you know he's I, got a, he's got to know his limitations now. But I think I think, and I I hate to. Uh, you know, 
do a, a bad light, put a bad light on Bruce, but it just seems like this year he's tactically gotten things wrong, and it just seems so weird to to say that with Bruce Arena's name in the same sentence. Yeah, I mean, well, in the past we've had times where we feel like Bruce Arena has been out coached. Um, you know, when we got knocked out by uh, uh, FC Dallas in in 2010, right after we went to the MLS Cup and lost to RSL, the next year we got knocked out by FC Dallas. He got absolutely out coached in that game, out managed. He does sometimes he doesn't, you know, he's stuck. He's just too stuck in his way, and you know it's successful. And he's going to be successful maybe 80% of the time. But in those other times, he's, he doesn't have an answer to certain things. And he's just going to do what he's going to do. So, um, I mean, I'll, you got to love Bruce. You can't say anything negative about Bruce if you're a Galaxy fan. But um, there are times where he just gets, you know, absolutely mismanaged. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, before, I mean, but this was like in uh, oh, not, the, the early Bruce years where he wouldn't make a sub until like the 80th minute. Even though we would be losing, he still does that. Yeah, he still does that. <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's it's infuriating. You're like, oh god, just please make a sub, do something, do like, something, like, change Jesus. the game somehow, please. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he bring, then he brings on Jeff Lorenzowitz or yeah, or Baggio to make Rafa the, as a as a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's kind of worrying that you know Keen is kind of. Going out on a pretty sour note with with the the team, you know. Uh, at one point, we thought that Keen could have been the replacement for for Bruce as head coach. Yeah, that was kind of the rumor going around, right? That, yeah, uh, right. Keen was Keen was going to be coaching the Galaxy. Um, yeah, it definitely doesn't look like that now. It's it seems that it's soured that relationship. Um, I, I I would imagine that Keen continues to play. I don't know if he plays. I don't know if he plays in MLS. Uh, you definitely find a a place in Ireland for sure. Well, but I mean, we own his rights. Even if he ends his contract with us, I mean, we still would have his rights. I don't, I don't know if we would let him go to another team. I don't know. It just seems to me like he probably would go back to Ireland or try to find maybe like a championship team would, who would take him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so um, let's talk about the Houston game this weekend. Uh, it seems like a trap game, right? We should win this. We should absolutely win this. But I mean, we just haven't we haven't won these games, right? Should I, mean, I, should just... I, should I play like that trap queen song under this? Yes, that's yes, the trap. Yes, please. But, uh, <laughs> if you can get that that sound drop, I don't know how professional this this production is, but uh, the people don't even know what that is, so it's all good. Seventeen ninety eight. They still don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> It's seventeen thirty eight. Remy Martin, isn't he the Remy like Remy boys? Yeah, oh God, it's so dumb. I think I just I think I just dropped knowledge all over this uh, podcast here. Yeah, all the all the white folks who are listening are like, what? I still don't know what, what they're talking what about. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so Houston played Seattle this midweek for to yes. a zero zero draw. And I think they hit the post three times. So I mean, we can. It's sad, but we can end up being fifth by the end of the weekend. I mean, honestly, if 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 that happens, I think it's time. It's time to blow this team up. It's just we go. <laughs> I'm not ready to blow this team up. Some people are, but if that end up if that ends up happening, it's it's time to blow the team up. Just okay. let's let's say okay. So Houston, they're they've been out of the playoffs for a couple of weeks now already. Yes. So 
they have nothing to play for. I mean, they have their jobs to play for. I, don't, I still don't even think they have a, a head coach, a permanent head coach still. No, not yet. I still think they're under an interim manager. Yes. So it's like, you know, maybe they're playing to, to keep their jobs next year, but I mean... I mean, it's an old team, too, so maybe not. I don't know. There's gonna be, there's probably going to be some people retiring on that team. I mean, what do you think is going to – what do you think is going to get – I mean, you say it's a trap game. Do you you think we're going to get out of there I, with I a loss, a draw? I think we're going to get out of there with a draw, and it's going to look ugly. Well, I mean, if Gerard and Keen aren't playing, we might we might win 5 nothing. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, it's, it, it, it's such a flip of the coin this year. It, it's crazy to think that at the beginning of August we had games in hand and we could have made up like – all types of ground, and we did terrible, and then FC Dallas did terrible, and we were still thinking like, hey, we may be able to get the supporter shield, and now that is completely gone and dashed, and we have like squelched all opportunities to do that. Well, uh, I just I just think that, it, it, honestly, I think it's a game that we're supposed to win, and every time we've had a game that's been like, oh, we should win this, we've done terrible. Yeah, and it's going to be Houston at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. I mean, it's October, so it's not crazy hot, but... but oh, yeah. I, th- I think it's still going to be damn hot. Uh, above 90 degrees, you think? I mean, I haven't checked the Weather Channel, you know, but... Man, what what good are you, then? I haven't got the app notification for the weatherchannel.com. The there widget, you go. The widget hasn't <laughs> updated on my phone. This has been yeah, millennia- I mean, Millennial Talk with Andrew and Yeah, Andrew. right. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't expect anything. I mean, I'm I'm a pessimist for sure, but I just I absolutely expect us to you know lose the the next two games. And uh, so maybe we expect to lose. Maybe we will win. Then yeah, who knows? <laughs> we we go on who like a, a tear. That's like yeah. six six nil. And we uh, we carry it into the postseason, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, positivity. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not what we do on the show, man. Ah oh, damn! All right. We, we do we do negativity, and that's it. Well, shit, you brought brought on the right host for that. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, obviously we we need to win at least this game because we do play Dallas at the end of the year, or the last game of the season, and it's looking like that last game is going to determine the supporter shield because Colorado won at the the time of recording. Do you care who wins the supporter shield? Well, I care because Chris doubted that I thought Colorado would take the support shield and he was like no it's not gonna happen no way it's happening and it looked like it's happening so suck it chris well they're still how many how many points back they got two games in hand but how many many points back are they well as of recording they actually won their game tonight so they're actually ahead in the supporter shield now oh oh and a game in hand no they're now all teams are even at 32 games oh and they're they're interesting they're a point ahead now well, good for good, good for Colorado. I mean, I guess I'd rather have Colorado win. I mean, they're both like whatever franchises to me. But um, but can you imagine Colorado's going to be in the the Champions League next year? That that is kind of funny. I mean, that is, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That would be kind of funny. I, I, I'll, all right, I'm, I'm going for Colorado now. Tim Tim Colorado. Howard's return to a Champions League. Right. Oh wait, no. Did he ever play in the Champions League? I have no idea. But. Did he ever like for Man United? Did he play in like a a, a game against like some Croatian side? He probably has. He right. probably he probably did for uh, yeah. He probably did. I'll see why not. Please, anyone who uh, isn't ignorant and can fact check us on that. Certainly didn't do it for Everton. Am I right? Yeah, right. Did 
Yeah. So I, just, I just had to, I just get my shot in of on, course on Everton. It, the Liverpool fan has to take a shot at Everton. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It it is crazy how how like complete 180 that team has gone. They were last in the West last year, right? I don't even know. I don't care about them. Fuck them. You just said you were rooting for them to win the Sporter Shield. No, 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 no. I said I want them to win it so I can brag in Chris's face. Oh, I see. So it's it's still selfish uh, reasons, but I don't give right. shit about them. All right. Uh, so yeah, I, I think we're gonna lose Sunday. <laughs> bringing it back, <laughs> bringing it back, hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> You know what is awesome about Sunday, though? Sunday, may, Sunday, which, Sunday. But you may not know this. What's awesome about Sunday? I don't, I don't know if everybody knows this, but we're going to be doing a uh, watch party at Alpine Village, and then we're going to go to Oktoberfest. Here's the thing about that. So, as a Lars event, which will be held at Alpine Village for this Sunday's game, um... Anyone in attendance will get free uh, entrance into their Oktoberfest, which is pretty fucking awesome. As a 138 FC member, right? No, no, no. Anyone. Anyone who's okay. attending. Anyone right, who atten- is attending the Galaxy Viewing Party will be uh, will get the free entrance into the uh, Oktoberfest. Sweet. Which is pretty fucking cool. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Why haven't we been using that the whole time? Oh, because I, I forgot to bring it up. I always forget to bring it up. And then I, I could play the beat and you can do the and we can have a, you know, like a sound clash here. No, that's for that's for uh, mine and Chris's reggaeton podcast. Reggaeton? Regga- oh, come on. This is <laughs> awful. <laughs> so it's looking at, you know what, you know, getting back on topic, you know, it's 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 pretty scary to think that this team who is you know, naturally terrible on the road will look like they might have to play one of those play in playoff games. Play in playoff. That's a, that's a good word to say. It looks like yeah, they might one of the to... wild card games. Wild card bitches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, don't, I'm not super excited. I'm really super down on this team going into the playoffs. Um, it's super. So even, even everyone if is so. Everyone road, has such a, a bleak uh, outlook, and it's so sad. You know, even if we have to play a game at home, I'm not super pumped about it. I mean, yeah, it's it's not it's not looking too good for us going well, into the playoffs. And it's pretty crazy to think like even if we finish third, we'll probably have to face a team like Kansas City or something like that. So yeah. it's it's still going to be like a difficult task. Even it's if still going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No matter what. I mean. I mean, even if we. Even if we finish first, do you want to see like do you want to see a team like Seattle right now? I mean, Seattle's been tearing it up at the end of the season to get to the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so, they do I mean, they do have a couple of injuries going into it. You know, Dempsey still might be dead by the end of the week, so who yeah, knows? Yeah, his uh, his ticker's not working. Got to get him a uh, prosthetic. He's heartbroken. Waka waka waka. See, see what happens when you go to Seattle. You get all emo and shit. I mean, he already had like the the Black Islander, the natural Black Islander. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. He was listening to, you know, uh, Jimmy Eat World and whatever. Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> I couldn't think of a of an emo pop band. <laughs> um, Simple Plan. 
There you go. That, that, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> the Canadian emo rocker, Simple Plan. Oh, man. <laughs> this has just gone so off it's the gone, rails. It's gone, ter- it's gone terrific. What are you talking about? This is how, this is how all your podcasts are, huh? Um, oh, no, man. typically they're way worse. Okay. We... <laughs> I'm glad we had some sort of semblance of structure. Yeah. We usually have, uh, you know, Chris going on some rant about whatever. And then he yeah. has. <laughs> usually it's about women. No, no, no. It's it, Nowadays it's about how much uh, he hates Rob, uh, Robbie Keane. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about his rants, even the ones that are about, like, music and stuff, it's it's got something about a woman in the background. It's There's something about a woman behind it. I mean, I know Chris for a long time, and I, I'm inside of his head for sure. I know him. Oh, I was I was wondering where you're gonna go. I was like, I'm inside. And I was like, wait, what is he gonna say? Inside of you, inside of you. Anyways, oh my God. anybody remember that from <laughs> from hell? that movie? <laughs> Russell Brand? No, nobody. <laughs> no one knows who Russell Brand is anymore, man. Uh, is that where you modeled your hair after? Uh, no, I think I had my hair longer than before he's been a celebrity. I'd like, I'd like to believe. <laughs> All right. Let's take a question from, uh, the riot Squadcast Twitter at riot Squadcast, of course, on Twitter, twitter.com slash riot Squadcast. This is from, uh, our good friend, Ben Swiss, Ben Swiss army, Ben. He asked, uh, which players from other MLS teams would you like to see play <clears throat> for the G's non DPs? And who, what would you trade them for? Um, well, I got a couple answers. And one's going to be like, you're going to be out of way left field. You're going to be like, what? I mean, obviously, non-DP, uh, Diego Fagundes from, I mean, who doesn't want a creative attacking midfielder? That's something we've been missing in this team for a long time. Um, and what would I trade him for? I mean... Oof, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. I mean, none of the trades in MLS make any sense anyways. Uh, I'd give them uh, Emma Boateng for him. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. I just do that's, that's, how, that's just like out of a hat I just grabbed. That's the name I thought of. Uh, I'd give him Rafa Garcia. I love Rafa, but yeah, I'd give him Rafa Garcia. You'd probably have to give like Rafa and then like a coupon to the local like Starbucks or something and a draft pick. Yeah. yeah. You have to give them that, that, a, a sec, a second round super draft pick, which those go flying around in the MLS like crazy or in MLS like crazy. So, um, and then my second answer, since we need a good, strong midfielder. And I think this guy's super underrated. He doesn't get talked about a lot. He doesn't get a lot of shine it's from the Columbus crew. Tony Chani. I like how you sound like you're drafting him. Yeah, I did. I have the the jersey out. Number blah blah he's, blah. Yeah, number is he's the first overall pick in Andrew's hypothetical GM draft or trade, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's a super underrated player, and uh, you know, I I think that he uh, he's a very solid solid midfielder. Um, you know, puts in work. Let's put it that way. He's a, a tough, strong my type of player. He's tough, strong. Uh, you know, but does the dirty things. You know, puts I, in the dirty work. I agree, but I, I would rather probably try to get like a, a Dax McCarty. He's you know he's been he's been like pretty- three four years ago. I'd have been like, that's crazy. That guy is terrible. 
And I remember we made fun of him at a at a reserve game. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about and, that before. And he came over and he was like, "Yeah, he was, he was it was all he was all about it." And I've loved him ever since. But you know what? The more I watch New York, he he's kind of like the linchpin to make that makes everything work. Dude, he's boss, man. He's, he he works. He's so hard, smart man. too. He's a smart player. And here's the thing: is he's he's been the last couple of months. He's been right in the bench, like because I mean, not that he hasn't been good. It's just that they have players who are. New York is pretty goddamn yeah, New good York's right pretty, now. Pretty stacked, yeah. 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 So I would definitely try to get a, a Dax McCarty. What do I trade him for? Um, I don't know. We don't really have good trade bait. I mean, you'd probably have to package like a a first round pick and I don't know the rights to something. To Keen, selling the rights to Keen. Yeah. No, I mean anybody that that's worth trading on our team is like kind of integral to me, and that's like maybe four or five players. So I don't I don't know who you know trade wise that that's that's kind of tough, um, you know, speculating what what a trade would be like. You don't think you could trade like a, a, a Daniel Stares? Oh, we could absolutely trade Stares because I, unlike Chris, think Stares is not that bad. And he's a solid. He's a pretty solid defender for what he's making right now. Yeah, Chris. I, Chris, Chris seems to think pretty... he's like the worst, the worst defender in the world, but he doesn't remember like Tommy Meyer playing at center back, or he doesn't remember. Uh, well, Leo, we have Leo on our team still. Does he? Does he want Leo playing? Um, yeah. Anyways, that I, I think I think Chris is smart enough to know that he would take Daniel Sturridge over Leo every day. Okay, I'm good because he's his hate is just so over overbearing, overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, once well, I I know that once Chris gets on a rant, I go, yeah, I'll just let him talk. <laughs> That's good because you know you don't want to cut that that chainsaw off, right? No, exactly. He he gets on like a, a weed rant, and I'm like, okay, cool. Have it, yeah. have it. We bud. get it, we get it, Chris. You smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, man. We get it. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's so that, was good, that was a good question, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, thanks, I Ben. I appreciate that. Shout and, out, shout out to uh, Swiss Ben. And you know, if you guys ever want to, you know, ask us any questions, get our feedback on anything, you can always hit us up on Twitter, Ride Squadcast. You know, you know. All right, so let's uh, let's get some uh, Lars uh, stuff out of the way. Um, we do have the Lars Player of the Year votes. You know, yes, the, this is this is the campaign time. This is time where you. You campaign for your player to win. You know, there's um, there's no there's no important elections like the player of the year. Oh yeah, I mean, this 2016 presidential election pales in comparison. I don't even know what that is. Pales in comparison to the Lars Player of the Year election. But you know what's kind of crazy about this year is that I think it's pretty cut and dry. Who's gonna, who's who? I mean, from what I've seen and what most people have said. Uh, I think it's pretty cut and dry who's going to be the one to win. Now, nobody has bought us beer yet, so that could change at any moment. We can be bought. We are shills. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, we are absolute shills for beer. Oh, I, uh, I would I would totally sell out this podcast in a second. Like, oh, want, I, yeah, so. for for like a six-pack, you know, yeah. like something nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would too. I would sell your your podcast out for a six pack for myself. Um, it's all about that high life, man. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even have to be something nice. It'd be high life. Um, <laughs> even though high yeah, life doesn't I, come in six packs, you're like, I'll take it anyways. Yeah, right. I, I think I know who I'm voting for. Who are you voting for, Ed? Um. 
okay, so here, let me let me let me break it down a little bit. So, the largest player of the year, it's never the MV, MVP. It's never like that's not the uh the standard that we scores hold. the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, not necessarily. The largest player of the year, it's always the person who embodies Lars the most. And so, like, you know, with us, it's kind of like uh someone who's always like the most badass or someone who's always like the the guy who we see gives like his 100% out there every time. Who's got and, the heart. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's clearly, clearly Van Damme. Yes. Clearly Absolutely. Van Damme. Absolutely. Van Damme has been, since day one, he has been, you could tell, like he wants, he wants every game. He wants everything. He wants to score. He wants to block the guy from scoring. He wants to tackle that guy. He just wants it. You just tell. There was a game. Um, I'm forgetting the opponent, which is bad. But you know, we're we're, we're down one nothing and and at home, and and uh, dad, like, the other team had like three or four cor- corners in a row, or no, we had three or four cor- corners in a row, and he like came over to our side and was like pumping us up, like, you know, let's go, let's hear it, let's you know, that's that's the type of embodiment that you want. And your Lars Player of the Year, it's it's the guy who put his put the most into it, um, or like I said, the guy who buys us beer. So um, yeah, so anyone who wants a, to I, I think, take it right I think, under Van Damme's uh, shoes, he can uh, exactly, just buy us exactly. like a six pack. <laughs> if Emma Boateng is listening to this, you know he knows. He's just like, yeah, I just got to buy a keg. Oh, right. Emma's Emma's definitely getting carded, right? Uh, like yeah, the, the, yeah, oh, for sure. The local Eddie's sure. liquor store. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> um. Now there is one thing that I would I I would say Van Dam is who I'm voting for as well, but there is one player that I feel is kind of being neglected, and uh, you know Nigel not, De Young. Well, well, that would be hilarious if we could do that and we can get him back for one. You know, game. you know, he would have won, right? That like that dude would have clearly have won. Uh, I think it would have been a lot closer. Okay, I still think people would have gone Van Dam. I don't know, I, man. I, still do. I would vote for I would vote for De Young. Don't get me wrong, I would absolutely vote for De Young. But I still think a lot of people would go Van Damme. It would probably um, definitely be like the most, like the closest voting that's ever been in the history of Lars Player of the Year. I yeah, I would probably guess that too. Uh, we haven't had like a hard nosed defender like this either for a while since maybe like Burhalter. And Burhalter was sort of at the end of his career, so it wasn't he wasn't as you know, you know, as badass. But we have we really haven't. Omar was kind of a little soft, you know, he, not soft, but he just wasn't. You know, he'd get into it with San Jose a little bit, but he just wasn't, you know, this fiery. We haven't had someone like that in our back line, I mean, for a while that I can think of. So I think that's why a lot of people are, are you know, Van Dam biased. Uh, but the person that I'm thinking that is not being talked about is the same person who comes over and gives us love after almost every game. Not every game, but almost every game. And that's Alan Gordon. I know he won it last year. But I think he needs to be talked about. Yeah, it's it's kind of he still shows us love, even though no one else on that team does. Yeah, and I'm not gonna go out begging for their love. I'm not no, gonna no, tell no. them like, hey, I'm not gonna be like, hey, you have to come and clap at us. I'm not gonna do that because they should want to do it on their own. Yeah, Alan. But yeah, everybody, give us some clap. Alan Gordon does it without fail. Brings his kids over sometimes. He drinks the beer of the guys that don't want to drink the beer. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that for for man of the match. Yep, yep. So I think I think Alan Gordon needs some needs some love, even though he won it last year. Uh, I still think that there should be some uh, votes thrown his way. But no, I'm, I'm I personally definitely, I definitely it. think that Alan definitely uh, deserves an honorable mention. 
And yeah, I'm gonna see that. See, I'm gonna be sad to see that guy go. Yeah, man. I mean, it's looking like it's winding down a bit. Yeah. But you know, I I, I hope he doesn't get maybe picked up in one of these expansion drafts or whatever. Because he you seems think he's gonna, you think he's gonna go? Any, I think he's done, man. I, it's, it's, he's had a long career. I, 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 don't I don't know. I can't see him playing anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I. You, you know, if you think about the galaxy, but the team that we are that we have players that are sitting on our bench that never get minutes that would start in other teams, which is, you know, a little sad, but, um, yeah, maybe, maybe he could be, could be a sub somewhere else. Do you think he wants to make that move again and just go somewhere else for another season? No, I, you I know what? I, I, I don't, th- think it. I, I think, you know what? He, he might be one of those guys who's brought on as like an assistant coach or, you know, maybe, uh, goes down to, to one of the, the youth teams and maybe helps out as an assistant or something. Or maybe even even why not, even, do, why uh, not do that here? We're we're the ones that that make all these former players coaches. Yeah, dude, exactly. I mean, you have you have a uh, Pete Vahenes who's like the the VP or the president of you know soccer, soccer relations operations. And shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's maybe that's his path. I haven't heard anything about that, but I I just can't see him continue to play. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, like I said, I think his the career is winding down. It's it's a bit sad in that in that regard. But you know, he's 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 given us some good times in his last uh, his his newest uh, stint. In with his the, last with the stint, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he was you know Mr. Galaxy for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Still, he still kind of is. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, I I definitely think that he embodies the fans. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a Long Beach native, so I mean. He's he's super South Bay, you know that sort of to the core. So you know, I, I absolutely do think he is a good embodiment of your average fan, uh, not just the supporters, but your average fan at that stadium that you would you know come across. I think you might be uh, swaying some people in their votes, man. I mean, what, what can I say? I, I campaigned for him last year. I, I didn't just campaign for him last year. I said if people you, don't before him, threaten to quit. I'm gonna quit and leave. <laughs> Um, you know, this year, <laughs> this year, it's not that dire. Andrew was going to quit Lars last, last if, year. If we didn't vote like, him in. But people were like, what about AJ? Or like, people were like, what about such and such? And I was like, shut your damn mouth. It's going to be Alan Gordon. <laughs> you uh, said, and in, in, with all due respect, fuck your opinion. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I remember I, I said, with all due respect. Yeah. And, uh, I pretty much did what uh diddy and all these other stupid celebrities can't do and i rocked the vote that's bad oh i'm I'm, i should stop the podcast now that was terrible hey we still got one more thing to talk about bro (laughs) so anyways um yeah (laughs) (laughs) so anyways um no no so uh voting ends thursday october 20th at 5 p.m so for all those uh lars 138 sc members you are the only ones who can vote for the player of the year. Uh, so you can look for your email. You might want to look through like the spam folder because I <clears throat> think they're ending up in the spam folder. So you might want to check there. Follow the link. Do what you need to do. You can read so you can get all that shit down. And Again, if you didn't, if you didn't receive, um, if you didn't receive the email, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us or send an email to president at LARiotSquad.org and you can get it worked out. Yeah, do that instead. Yeah. Bother Scott. Scott is the president. I'm just going to keep sending misinformation on this podcast. <laughs> hey, believe me, you know, we... we're going to find out who listens. Because... 
we give out we, of all the bad information I'm giving. We, we give out bad info all the time, so it's it's all right. It, it, it it'll be uh smooth. It'll be uh on course of what you what we usually do. All right, perfect. <laughs> all right, I'm, um, I'm glad there's. I'm not. We're not skipping a beat here. This is not that different. You know, whether it's Chris or me, it's it's all bad. No, yeah. Look, okay. I'm not saying this show is good. I'm just saying it's a show. <laughs> All right, I'm glad. I'm glad that that got that got cleared up. <laughs> All right, so one last thing we got to talk about um, are the uh, the Lars elections. So we do have uh, that happening. Um, if you want to run for any of the positions, like uh, president, vice president, all that good stuff, uh, go check out the website, Riot Squad, LARiotSquad.org. Um, they have a breakdown of every position you can uh, elect, uh, run for. The only uh, caveat to that, again, is you have to be a 138SC member, which is our nonprofit organization. Um, the election or the uh, to apply, the last day to apply will be uh, Friday, October 21st at 11.59 p.m. So just before midnight on Friday <clears throat> is your last chance to apply for a position, you know, Let's uh let's talk about it a little bit. You know, you are the Capo cheerleader, game, the game day cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, you wanna, and I, you and talk I have been since this. Uh, yeah, sure. I have been since this. Uh, this was started. Um, you know, you and me were actually one of the uh, original. What was it? Nine, nine or eleven uh, people that decided to create an organization and and uh, make this a uh, you know nonprofit and and uh, be more organized. We realized that Lars was coming to a place. Where it was, it was too many people to not be organized at one point. Lars is, uh, it, it used to be, um, you know, kind of put together by very few people, and those people would get, you know, sort of burnt out and doing doing too much, um, spending too much of their own time. So we decided to create, you know, organization and uh, and more structure um, to make it you know so that there's different responsibilities of different people and then we can also grow and make Lars a, a great thing and continue to be you know what we are is great and amazing um yeah that's pretty much what I got on it I mean we need you we need help from everybody so if you want to help out you uh you have absolutely have that chance and go ahead and apply and we'll yeah you know what and it, you know it doesn't it doesn't it takes you know, multiple people to to organize and to run this little group of it takes chaotic a village. bastards. Yeah, and it, you know, and I hear it all the time. You know, like oh, I wish we did this. I wish we did that. Or you know, I wish we could do this during the game. I wish we had more flags or whatever. It's like, well, you know, if you run as a chair member, you can implement those changes that you want. You can implement the changes you want to see in Lars, and that's pretty much one way you can do it is by running for one of the chairs. Absolutely. You can be the change that you want to see. Yeah. And if you don't help out, you can't complain. I mean, you can, but we're going to yell and berate you. And you should help. That's This is my Andrew voice. You should help out. Am I DMX? Well, that's also like my Vin Diesel, like. I just, wow, that's a that's just a range of voice right there. That the buster, covers, the buster didn't run back to the crib. The buster help out. Get him talk. All right. The buster kept me out of handcuffs. 
That's my Vin, that's my Vin Diesel. What is what is that from? From Fast and the Furious. Oh, I, I don't know. That's movie's terrible. It's terribly awesome. No, nah, that whole series is awful. You're awful. Uh, but yes. So uh, Lars elections. Um, uh, roof, roof. What the yeah. hell was that? I don't know. I just keep thinking DMX. He sounded like DMX for a second, and that's that's supposedly supposed to be me. No, but but in 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 all earnesty, like you know, it, it this is. It's a it's an opportunity to step up and you know and. It's a it's an opportunity to step up and and put yourself out there to, to help out and and you know you, you, get the benefits of Lars by you know the tailgates and having all the free hot dogs and all that. Well, you know what, this can be your payment in helping out Lars. You know, and it's Absolutely. it's an organization that that needs new, needs new voices to to make Lars grow. And so, if you want to do that, and you, by all means, you know, please apply because it's not it's not difficult. It's you know, and it's you you're not doing every every aspect of of the job. You know, you have help, and you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. Lars is beautiful. You sound stressed out right now. Are you already stressed out? I'm I'm already stressed out, man. I'm I'm. I'm a big fat ball of stress. Are, are you are you going to be running for a position? I am. I will be running for El Presidente. All right. So yeah. if I run for president, can I do negative attack ads on you? Oh, dude, we should do that. Just uh, we should do negative attack ads. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to run for president. I'm going to continue to do what I do. Andrew Alasana said, "Grab her in the pussy." Exactly. Ed Rodriguez is secretly a rapist. <laughs> oh shit. If you look on Ed's phone, he has child porn, not in one, but two folders. Jesus Christ. That is Um, not true. We could get it. We could get really bad. We could get really bad with it. It would get really really fucked up. Anyways, man. All right. um, So let's uh, throw out your your Twitter handle, man, so people can hit you up, dude. Uh, I am at Samoa Bob. That's S-A-M-O-A-B-O-B. All one word. Um, I am once again your Lars Kappa. I'm the guy yelling at you. Um, if you don't recognize my voice, it's because I'm not screaming all the time Jesus on this Christ. podcast, which I could be. And uh, I am your favorite host, Ed the Zombie. You can find me at Twitter at Ed the Zombie. You can also hit us up on Twitter at the Riot Squadcast. You can also send us an email at riotsquadcast at gmail.com with any of your questions or your comments or if you want to send us hate mail, please. I'd love to get like a piece of hate mail. That would be awesome. That would be pretty sick. That would be awesome. That's how you know you made it. When you get haters, that's how you know, right? Yeah, exactly. But they don't know that I'm my biggest hater. All right. And awkward silence. (laughs) That was really well. <laughs> also, please, uh, if you guys can go on iTunes and uh, rate and review the show, that would be cool. So we can get more uh, earballs on this podcast. That would be awesome. All right, man. I think we're done here, man. That was cool. It was, it was, it was nice to be here. I appreciate the oh. the call, even though uh, you know Chris couldn't do it because he's a little bitch. Oh, you know what? I, I do want to thank you because uh, Chris is dying from some bitch flu that he has. Yeah. He's all like, oh, I'm sick. Uh, whatever. Oh, I'm sick. I can't talk for 50 minutes. Yeah. I cannot believe he's going without talking for an hour. I know. I whatever. don't believe it. Whatever. He's a little loser. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Thanks. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Dude.